Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Something Businessy podcast. It's Franny here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have a question for you. When you go to write content for your brand, do you have a clear brand voice that you know exactly how to speak from? Or are you writing in a way that sounds professional, maybe a little chat GPT-ish, or just like a lawyer or somebody boring wrote it? Sorry, lawyers, I'm not saying you're boring, but you know, the writing. We want to have a little more fun with our content. We want to insert that personality, that brand voice into every single piece of content, every email, every Instagram post, every podcast, all of the things that we do. So we made you a super fun brand persona quiz that will help get you started. And just by taking the quiz, you're going to learn something about yourself and your brand voice that maybe you didn't realize before. Then you're instantly going to get all kinds of awesome insights with a downloadable PDF guide that is custom to your results. Now, this quiz has been a huge hit for us for the past couple of years, but we just gave it a total makeover. So even if you've already taken it before, you're going to enjoy giving it another whirl. So pop on over to ampersand-studios.com slash quiz and click start. All right, let's dive back into our topic for today. Content is part of running a business, just like bookkeeping, networking, or hiring. Consistency in your marketing and content plan is the best way to be creating content that keeps you top of mind. Welcome to the Something Businessy Podcast. I'm Franny. And I'm Nicole. And we are stoked to be your brand coaches and business besties. We started Ampersand Studios in 2009, and we've learned a few things. Over the years, we've made lots of mistakes, but celebrated a few big wins too. We build brands by helping small business owners unapologetically settle into their voice and visuals so that they can create meaningful content that attracts the type of client and work that lights them up. We designed this podcast to be your place to come every single week to get an honest and candid dose of inspiration, step-by-step actionable workshops, crazy stories, random thoughts, and our take-it-or-leave-it approach to business. So get in. We never know where this is going to go, but we promise to at least talk about something businessy. Nicole here. I've got a short little episode for you, and um, hopefully you take away a couple of key nuggets from it. But today I want to talk about the five practices to make better content right away. So I'm just going to hop right to it and make this like a short little digestible piece for you. I know that uh, we tend to make our podcast episodes a little long. So I I think it's nice to mix in a couple more bite-sized solo episodes. So here's one for you. Okay, number one, guys, you know what I'm going to say. Know your audience. If you know exactly who you're speaking to, it'll be much easier to speak to them. Have you ever heard the phrase, if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one? Well, it's true in more ways than one. Generally, you cannot have a product that is for everyone. Okay, say that again. You cannot have a product that is for everyone. I think that's an easy trap to fall into, especially in the beginning of running a business because you want to make money. So you think, hey, anyone who has money could totally benefit from this, which maybe is true, but there is nothing extraordinary about being for everybody. So you will have, I mean, you, you will have to narrow down or you will just become a common commodity, which makes it so much easier to just either be shopped by price alone or completely just overlooked altogether. Because no one, no one's like looking for like another commodity, right? We want innovation. We want something special. We want something unique. So knowing your audience is the first step to knowing how to speak to them. 
And that audience should be very specific. And if you can even get it down to one solo individual person that you could be speaking to on any level, that would be ideal. Okay, now we don't want to literally be speaking to everybody either. So when I'm saying, you know, you're speaking to everybody like, like my products for everybody and I'm not getting really specific, I am also saying don't literally speak to everybody either. That means like, like, hey guys, hey everybody, this is an easy habit to overlook completely. But we just don't, we don't want to be addressing our customers like they're in a room full of other people. By writing, hey, everybody, or you guys all, etc., that identifies like too many. It's, it's, not, it's not special, right? We don't want to be one of many. We want somebody that is the best right only option. So identifying a, singly, a singular character that you're able to speak to that can benefit the most from your product or service and then doubling down on that. So who can your product or service help the most And then how do you get really specific about targeting them? Okay, number two, quality, not quantity. We want to be strategic and selective about the content that we're putting out there and ensuring that it is something that aligns with your brand standards. This is the biggest issue we have with all the AI writers I know you guys are getting targeted for them. I'm sure you are. And a lot of businesses are using them to generate their content. It invades trust, in my opinion. Um, We should be providing high quality content that we believe in and is produced with our brand's voice. Now, ain't no hating on AI to help you generate ideas or maybe like to flesh out a blog post, but like you should be changing all those words. You should be making them your words. Um, Plus, especially in this day and age, more does not equal better. Have you ever heard the quote, if I would have had more time, I would have written a shorter letter or a shorter email. Um, I, I was trying to find the source the source of that because when I was first told, Franny actually told it to me the first time, if I would have had more time, I would have wrote, written a shorter email. Um, and we found out that the original quote said letter, I found Marcus Tullius Cicero is who they're crediting for that, but it's a little bit unsure where it came from. Anyways, it's a great idea. We want succinct, digestible content, and it's always the answer. I mean, really, guys, people are freaking lazy. They're lazy, me included. So we want to just be wowed. And, you know, I'm not saying that you can't put out some silly reels. Absolutely do. And if you feel like you can provide a lot of quality content in great quality, great quantity, then you do you and the more the better. But I know that to the level that we want to be producing our content, sometimes we can't post, you know, every day or multiple times per day. Okay, number three, be consistent. Content is part of running a business, just like bookkeeping, networking, or hiring. Consistency in your marketing and content plan is the best way to be creating content that keeps you top of mind. Okay? You don't want to not post for months and then post. The tactics for this look different to everyone. Uh, Some enjoy the create in real time approach. Like you're just like have a great idea for a post and you feel like you can do that consistently um, and create it on the spot. While others like to create in batches, um, which is our recommendation because 
What you don't want to get into is a writer's block that you're like in a content lull or maybe you get busy with work and you don't have um, any content to pull. To pull. So I, I recommend sitting down doing a few posts at once. If you're ever doing reels, you know, it, the, the ladies in the house that wear makeup, I don't like to get ready every day. I don't like to wear makeup every day. So get ready once, make four reels, save them in your drafts, be done with it. <laughs> like we don't need to be like doing reels in real time either, unless that's your thing, then do it. Um, either way, we do recommend building up a library of assets like custom brand photography, quote blocks and graphics, um, or video snippets of you doing what you do or your products. Um, having just go to video snippets, video snippets in your camera roll, make it a lot easier to just kind of create reels like behind the scene reels, or if you wanted to do like a yearly wrap up reel or something like that. Um, there's a lot of reels recipes that make it so easy to just upload little tiny snippets of content. And so having those on, on hand is great. And then scheduling a brand photography session every, you know, every quarter, or every two, you know, two times a year, or maybe even once a year. Um, it really depends on how often you're putting out professional images, but having a library of your own stock photography is, is really, really suggested by us. We, um, you don't want to be like, taking a photo on the fly or scrolling your camera roll for something that is totally unintentional. So um, number four is you need to be human. People buy from people. As simple as that. Show your humanness with personal stories, showing your face, uh, and typing it up the same way it would come out of your mouth. Spell it like you say it. Share happy customers, results, testimonials that give an idea of what it's like to work with you. Anything that we can do, these little nuggets that just generate this personality and the, the deliverable of the result that you can offer, double down on that. It's so good. It's, it's, it, that is what it's going to take to get more customers that are like the happy ones that you've already served. Number five, tell stories. This feels like something that you're either good at or you're not. I, I personally do not feel like this is a strong suit of mine, but I promise that anyone can be a good storyteller. It's sort of like a muscle. When you tell stories in your writing, you end up seeing stories everywhere. Um, a good practice, if, if this is not like, if you don't have a great memory, I don't have a good memory. I I have a little note stock in my phone that every single time I hear a quote or uh, like a good nugget from a, a podcast that I'm like, oh, that's like so good. I, I just put it in, in my note stock. And that way, when I'm in content creating mode, I can pull up that note stock and be like, okay, these were all the ideas I had. Or maybe my kids did something and they had like a learning lesson that I could pull their story and bring it into content. Maybe I had a client experience that had some kind of transformation or an aha or something that I could pull into my content. But those types of things are really hard to recall like on the spot. So story storming is a really, a really good idea. Um, just keeping, keeping a note stock um, on your phone. So there's also a, if you guys have time and want to, I believe it's a TED talk that I, we need to find it out. We'll put it in the show notes about story storming. Um, but he, he has a really good breakdown of just where to find story in your everyday life. Every time something happens that you could, that you could relate 
somehow to your business, just write it down. Even if it feels completely random, you might be able to tie it back in the future. Like when you are in content creation mode, the more you do this, the easier it will be. And every time you sit down to write content, you will have a go-to doc packed full of mundane, relatable things in your own life that could just be that human piece to your content that day. It's a good practice. You guys need to do it. Okay, we hit on all of the five tactics, but the main thing to remember is that you are making content for them, your audience, not for you, okay? It's not for you and your brand, it's for them. So it's easy to slip the into into like the, the me factor. And even though we are telling maybe some personal stories, it's to relate to them. So don't forget that every piece of content that we put out should do at least one of the following. And we are thinking from a service standpoint, should educate, entertain, empower, or engage in some way. If it can hit more than one, that's great. But I think every single piece of content that you put out should be entertaining uh, for your specific ideal customer. So to recap our five things, uh, five practices for better content, number one, know your audience. Number two, quality, not quantity. Number three, be consistent. Number four, be human. And number five, tell stories. All right, guys, that is all I have for you today. And um, I hope that this was a nice little quick nugget to start your day. Please hit us up on Instagram at something businessy and let us know if you had an aha moment or uh, share this with somebody that could benefit from it. And as always, we love your reviews. Thank you. Please keep them coming. They really mean the world to us. And we just love to serve you guys and We love what we do and we hope that that comes in, you know, into play with everything that we do. So uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Something Businessy podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for links and mentions. And it would mean the world to us if you take a second to leave a review wherever you're listening today and share this episode with someone businessy. We'd love to hang out with you more. So please come say hi to us on Instagram at something businessy.